This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast that takes a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we preview the field hockey and golf seasons, plus an early look at the 2022 Bates football team with senior captain Sean Bryant. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. The field hockey team opens its season this Wednesday when the Bobcats visit the University of Southern Maine for a 7 p.m. contest. But head coach Danny Kogut already got a good look at her team last Saturday when the Bobcats took on Tufts in their annual preseason scrimmage. Kogut, now in her 10th season at Bates, gives us an inside look at her squad. Take us through what you saw from your team first chance against an opponent there. Yeah, Saturday was an exciting day for our program. We saw a lot of positives. Um, We certainly had great moments of possession. We had great opportunities to get into the 25, um, into our attacking 25. We actually almost doubled their opportunities to get into our defending 25. So a lot was going right for us. Um, It definitely let us hone in on a couple areas that we can improve this week just to make those um, 25 entries a little bit more successful for us. But really positive stuff. One thing that our team really focused on after last fall is we set a goal to be fitter, faster, stronger. Um, It was something that we felt kind of prohibited us at times last fall and the team has just worked so hard to get there and one thing that stood out on Saturday was our team was really fit Um, they had some strength and some speed right into overtime um, that we hadn't seen in years past so we're really excited to see that your captains I believe Paige Cody and Sarah Busel this year so tell us about those two and what make them you know such strong leaders yeah they're just strong leaders by example they've definitely poured their heart into the program over their last so even though they're um they're juniors and a half right Right, because they deferred through covid um so they would have been in our senior class this year but they have two more seasons with us Mm -hmm. which is really exciting um but they've just poured their hearts into the program they're great representatives on off the field academically we have team values that they uphold so they're really two individuals that can lead by example Um, and pretty much everything they do. They've also been a huge part of our program kind of turning turning around the fitness piece. They've been really into the weight room and encouraging teammates to, to get in with them. And we have a number of other Bobcats that have done the same, but I think them leading the charge and that has been really impactful. So take us through, I guess, each of the position units. Like, let's start with the forwards and who do we have out there this year? And stuff. We have a ton of great forwards yeah. this year. Um, so Paige is obviously returning. Yep. Um, we have Ella Blum, who um, had a little bit more of a role, more of a role player the last two years. She has come in so fired up, so ready for this season. Um, she's just fit. She's ready. She's making incredible plays down there. So we're really excited about her. Cammy's returning up there, who has done a lot of work as well, um, anchoring on the left. Maria is kind of a new um, face to game time, but also just was has, is ready for this season. That's what is exciting. Is so many of our forwards who last year, the year before, really had to key in on their skills because maybe what was working for them previously um, wasn't getting them to where they wanted to be for our program. And they've spent a ton of work um, this summer, last spring, just executing skills, working on their fitness, getting faster. So we just have 
a ton of great options up there. Um, we also have a first year Brooke Maloney Kullenberg who mm. scored the first game versus first goal versus Tufts oh, nice. on a corner. Yeah, so great intro to the NESCAC for her. She's also on that forward line. Um, so a ton of strength up there. Great. And then in the midfield, I mean, you've been pretty solid there with like, Grace Fitzgerald and then last year all NESCAC and, and Riley Burns. Riley's graduated. Who's taking over that particular spot, perhaps? Yeah, so Anna Lindice is stepping in as our center mid, and then we have Molly and Lauren, two returning midfielders, holding Mm -hmm. down the outside, and that line is just doing so well. Um, Rocks all defensively, great distributors. They see the game really well. So we're excited for the three of them. I don't think that they'll play exactly like the midfield line last year, but I also think that that's going to be a strength of ours because we've kind of fine-tuned our playing style, knowing our strengths in that line. Um, they see more of the the small 2v1 inside-out passes and really do a great job building the ball with the inners. Um, so we're excited to see how that plays into our style this year. And on defense, obviously the defensive players sometimes get overlooked just because they don't necessarily get the stats that the other players might get. But tell us through who can we anchor in that defense. Yeah, so we have Amanda returning. Um, she played a lot last year. And then Molly Griffin is a player who actually had been playing more on the attacking side of the ball for us, but over the spring really transitioned into a defensive role and is just doing really well back there. Um, I think you'll hear this over and over again from me, but they've all put in so much work to get to where they are. And it was so incredible to have this spring with them and to get to go through that process with them and and see them improving in the off season. So Amanda and Molly will hold it down back there. And then we have Summer, first year coming in, who's also a defender, who will definitely get some good exposure this year. And then I know as a goalie yourself, you enjoy the position battle, I think, at goalie, right? Is that, is that going to be another case this year, or is it going to be great? <laughs> yeah, no, it's always it's always the case. They always battle it yeah. out and make it really hard for us. Um, so we have three really talented goalkeepers back there. And I think as the season plays along, we'll kind of see who finds more of a permanent home by for right now they're all doing really well terrific and then obviously you've got the non-conference game to start here on wednesday and then you get to be home on saturday uh and against bowden this time normally it's hamilton so a little bit of change of a schedule right yeah it's the first time in all 10 years that i've been here that we're not <laughs> opening with hamilton right. for NASCAR. so it's really strange for me yeah. um that's been just such a staple yeah. for the program so yeah NASCAR shook things up a little bit they they pushed out a new schedule in 2021. Mm. Um, so we've been with that for a year, 2022 and then 2023, and then we'll see what they do after that. Yeah. Um, but it will be really interesting to open up with Bowdoin instead of Hamilton. I'm excited. I think that it's a great home opener. I mean, yeah. how exciting to have a nearby rival um, to be on your home turf. And we actually have two games that weekend. Yes. Um, we're playing Denison on Sunday, which is a new ad for us. They're visiting University of New England, a little bit south of us, and they just asked if they could get two games in while they're here, and we said, hey, sure, why not? So uh, so we're excited to play them. The Bowdoin games have been really close in recent years, I've seen play. Yeah, they really have been, and I think it's a good test for us. I think that's actually one of the games where last year we said our fitness needs to improve. Mm-hmm. We just felt like they were faster than us, and I'm really excited to see us against them this year, knowing that we have a lot more speed. And then any, like, kind of, if you, as you look towards the year, any, like, X factors in your mind? Like, I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned fitness. For me, anything else that you're like, okay, if this can work, this might make a big difference. Mm-hmm. 
I think our X factor this year is just our team cohesion. I mean, literally every single returner took steps forward um, after last fall. And I think that not every year you get to say that as a coach. And it's you always have those student athletes who take a step forward and they put that work in and they get better in the offseason. But to have that entire returning group do that is really special. Um, and they've worked super hard to get to where they're at. And I think having that spring was a huge blessing for us. And we just really enjoyed that time with them. Um, it was short, but I feel like we got a lot out of it and really got to set the stage for what this fall was going to look like. I'd be remiss not asking you about the renovations to the stands and everything. And what, what's it look like now? <laughs> yeah, it looks like a professional stand. It yeah. looks awesome. Um, so, yeah, we have brand new stands. Um, you can see the whole field, which is really fun. You're not just sitting on one side, um, but they look fantastic. And then I think as, as the weeks go on, you'll see it actually finished with some windscreens and some other mm. logoing that will really look cool and then our new locker room got redone as well so we got new lockers um just a whole new look in that space as well so exciting for the program to have that support from the college and obviously a a lot of parents and alumni also helped to make that happen so we're really appreciative of that support and um it's a great way to start your year with a brand new stadium absolutely what are your thoughts you wanted to share on the season coming up we haven't got to talk about yet I don't think so. I think we're just excited to have people come out and watch um, and hope to get some support from other students and faculty and all that because it really makes the game special for our, our team. All right, Danny Cogut, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. The golf teams open their respective seasons this Saturday and Sunday. The women are traveling to Brunswick for the Polar Bear Shootout on Saturday, followed by the State of Maine Invitational Sunday. Meanwhile, the men head to Middlebury, Vermont for the two-day Duke Nelson Golf Tournament. Directors of Golf Abby Spector and Brendan Croto joined the Bobcast to take a look at the upcoming season. Well, Abby, let's start with you. You know, the women's golf team last year, you had three individuals qualify for NESCAC championships. How cool was that, to, you know, in your first year to get three people to NESCACs like that? That was fantastic. So exciting. The girls were so excited just to be there, and we had a great time. Tell me about those three in particular, what they brought to the table last year. You know, your first year coaching them, what you saw from them. I saw massive amounts of improvements um, from all of them, and they're very dedicated. My whole team was very dedicated and and very serious about improving and getting better, and they're all very competitive, which is fun. I saw Nerea won a tournament in Spain over Yes, the she did. Tell us about so that. I'm so proud yeah. of her. <laughs> uh, I believe it was a county championship that she won over there. I don't know a lot of about golf in Spain, but uh, it was a win. Yep. A win's a win, and uh, I'm sure it felt good for her, and I'm very proud of her. So with the first couple tournaments here this weekend, you have two one-day tournaments basically there in Brunswick. What are you looking to see from the team? You know, how, how much have you gotten to work with the team so far? You know, just, the team just came back, right? We start practice tomorrow. Okay. And um, everyone's very excited about that. We're having a team meeting tonight, and we're all excited to get, get started. So what's the typical practice like, you know, over there at Martindale and stuff? We practice for about two hours, and um, we work on all the different parts of the game, and sometimes we take it out onto the golf course and put it to the test. So a lot of range work then, is that, or? Range, putting green. Yep. Yes, a lot of times we use the first hole as a just an entire practice hole for everything that we can work on, which is very nice that we have that to use. They're wonderful to us over there. Excellent. And then, uh, Brendan, um, looking at the men's golf team, a pretty big roster, and you've got a senior captain. Tell us about Patrick Bergen. Yeah, no, Pat's, you know, he's been there the longest. He's, you know, he's a senior. Um, he's our one and only senior. Right. Um, yeah, and he's had the most experience, and he's he's really good. He's, he's a good team guy, and he gets everybody together. 
Um, and like I said, most probably most tournament experience on the team. So I'm excited to to have him step up and kind of lead us the way. And uh, lots of juniors, right? Is that what you're talking a lot about? of juniors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have probably six juniors uh, on the roster, and you know. It, it was hard because their freshman year was kind of that, right. that weird year, that COVID year. Um, so, you know, they have one full year under their belt. And I think, you know, coming and having one full year and their junior year, we should be looking for a good season. So, And then this spring, the men get to host the NESCAC championships. How exciting is that for you? Yeah, no, it's really exciting. Um, and, and everyone knows, you know, everyone on our team, uh, you know, they know that and we're trying to prepare as much as we can. I know it's, you know, we have a, a gap, probably three, four month gap in the winter. But but still, I think having that course advantage and getting the atmosphere from students and faculty and and everybody to come, you know, support us, I think will be really helpful. It'll be good. And then you mentioned the gap during the winter, the sim room in Merrill. Uh, maybe both of you can talk about how valuable that is for the team, right? Yeah. No, it's nice. I mean, because you know, golf is, is such a short season, and when it gets broken up like that, it's hard to keep everything together. Um, and so having that as a facility and being able to use that is really helpful. And it's good team bonding, too. You know, the guys and the girls will go in there together and, and work together. Um, and so it's it's a great resource to have on campus. They can walk right there. They don't have to travel, you know, especially in the wintertime with the snow and everything. So I think it's awesome, and I know they use it quite a bit during the winter. They do use it quite a bit, which is awesome. I wasn't sure they would, but they use it a lot, and it it really is helpful for them just to keep swinging and putting and stay in the game over the winter. When it first started, it was it was pretty much player run, and kind of the, the players were the one that put it all together and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think as we get going, we can put more into it and maybe put some you know up, upgrades to it and stuff like that. Kind of put our own touch on it. Um, is, is what Abby and I are hopeful for and kind of trying to work for in the next year or so. Yeah, and Abby, obviously last year was your first year as a, as a collegiate golf coach, you know, you know, working yes. within, you know, the, the system here. How, how did that go for you? What was that experience like? I remember we talked before the season how you, were, you weren't sure what to expect, so how did it end up going kind of? It was, it was wonderful. It's the best job I've ever had. I love it. I love all the girls. It's been everything I could have expected and more, and um, I'm very excited uh, about the fact that we haven't, we didn't lose anyone last year. We didn't have any seniors, so it's we're all just coming back, and we have two fr- incoming freshmen, and it's it just makes for a great atmosphere that we we really didn't lose anyone. So we're we're very uh, very much like a family. The team, it's it's great. You were a seven-time main amateur champion, right? Yes. And uh, one of your first years is a two-time uh, main amateur champion. Yes. That's got to be exciting. Uh, Ruby Hillock, tell us about her. It's very exciting. She's an excellent player. Obviously, she's won two state championships. She won the junior state championship this year. Um, she's she's good. She's the real deal. And I'm very excited to have her on the team. And she's also a wonderful young woman. When you get to know her, she is absolutely wonderful. And everyone loves her. So that's nice, too. That's a helpful thing to have as, as a teammate. But definitely she's an excellent player, and, and we're all very excited to to have that on the team and see what it what we can do with it. Yeah, you mentioned being such an excellent teammate. You know, Brendan, you know, golf is known as an individual sport. So how do you build a team camaraderie? Yeah, I think, that, you know, the important thing is getting together off the golf course and, you know, organizing, you know, team bonding stuff that, that they can do. Um, and honestly, on our away trips, when we go to hotels and when we, we're on the road, there, there's a lot of team bonding within that mix that they don't even realize. Um, so I think those away trips are, are really good, and that's what gets everybody together. And then you notice, you know, they'll start to go to uh, the cafeteria together and they'll start to do things more just naturally together. 
Um, so I, I think that's really important because, you know, you root each other on as much as it is an individual sport. It is very much a team sport as well. So what are some things you're looking forward to to see from the team this week in your first week of practice and then your first tournament this weekend in Middlebury? Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, I have uh, two incoming freshmen as well and mm-hmm. kind of see them mesh and mold w- uh, with the existing team. And I know our team's going to welcome in with open, ar- with open arms. And um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see how everybody kind of gets along and, and how we practice. And our first tournament should be pretty telling, too. So I'm excited for that. It's a long trip to Middlebury, but <laughs> it'll be fun. Yeah, not quite a long trip for you to Brunswick there for a couple of days, right? Right. I'm definitely excited to ease into it like that. <laughs> yes. What are you looking for? I mean, that tournament, I mean, there's two tournaments, basically two one-day tournaments, right? Yes. Um, so what are you most looking forward to see from your team? Because you know, you know what you have with kind of the, you know, the three who qualify for NESCAC, they're back, right? Yes. Um, and so, and then you get to see, you know, some newcomers as well. What, what are you most looking forward to, I suppose? I'm excited to see how everyone does Last year, we had two very nervous freshmen in that event, and um, we have two more, I guess you call them first years, but we have, um, I'm just excited to see how different it is, because I know that as the girls are, most of them on my team are older now, they, they'll be more ready, and they know what to expect, and I think that will, that will make it for a different outcome for us. Great. And Brendan, I understand the team is meeting for the first time together tonight. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So so we're having a, a team meeting uh, this evening. And, you know, Abby and I's goal is just kind of get everybody to meet, you know, together with, with um, and get the freshmen, you know, to meet everybody and just kind of do that now, right, before we jump into our first practice. And that was kind of our goal is let, let's all get, get together and, and, and have dinner and stuff like that before we – so that way our first practice isn't kind of a meet and greet. So yeah, any icebreakers planned or anything like that? We got a couple things, yeah. couple things in our <laughs> sleeve. We're 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 gonna meet up on it, and uh, it should be fun. Excellent. Well, any other thoughts both you wanted to share about the upcoming season, and we haven't got to talk about that you wanted to mention or anything? We're hosting the CBB. Okay, the right. Col- the Colby Bates Bowden. Yep. Um, so we'll be hosting that October first, and that'll be Saturday. I believe that's also Parents Weekend. Okay. Here at Bates, so I think that'll be really good. Um, kind of give us. A chance to to get some some viewership, you know, at Martindale, and um, I think you know our team's really excited for that. The CBB is always good; it's a fun rivalry that we have, and to host it at Martindale, I think, will be kind of a good warm up before we kind of host the big one in the spring. Brendan, Abby, thank you so much for joining us on the Bobcast and previewing the golf season. The women are in Brunswick, and the men are at Middlebury this weekend. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. The football team doesn't get its season going until Saturday, September 17, when the Bobcats visit Wesleyan. But we figured we'd give you a sneak peek of what to expect from the Bobcats this year with senior captain Sean Bryant. Well, first of all, Sean, as one of the seniors who came back for this extra year, the COVID year, if you will, what's it like being with this group, guys like Christian Oliveri, you know, you've been going to school with for the last four plus years now? It's awesome. I mean, we're all best friends. I mean, the reason, part of the reason why I actually came back was to just get more time in with those guys. I mean, we're all so close. Part of the reason why we wanted to continue to come back and finish what we started was to come back and just kind of just like get more out of those relationships and build on what we started freshman year. What's it like, you know, having your brother on the team all these years also? It's awesome. I mean, we're best friends. I mean, we're roommates right now. Uh, so it's another semester to live together and kind of just get that before we move on to other things. So you don't get on each other's nerves? Did you used to ever? <laughs> siblings? I mean, obviously we're siblings, so at yeah. times we can, but we're so close. Nothing gets between us really for the most part. So. 
And then how about this receiver group? I mean, it's you, it's Muhammad Diawara, it's Christian Oliveri. There's all sorts of guys who uh, – Jackson Hayes, of course. I mean, this receiver unit, really strong. What's with, like, you know, practicing with those guys? It's awesome. I mean, we obviously have a lot of talent, guys that have done things in big games, which is huge. Uh, a lot of leadership at that position, too, which is huge for us. Um, and then we have some new young guys coming in who are kind of showing what they can do, and they're obviously they have a lot to learn, but they're really talented, and it's going to be nice being able to help them as they get a – a little bit more of a feel of the season as that goes on too. But it's just awesome to like have this opportunity, us coming back as older guys now we'll be able to make more of an impact in games and stuff. So you spent so many years developing that great chemistry with Brendan Costa. I remember you know him talking about how like, you know, if he was under pressure, he just threw up in the air, you knew you'd be down yep, there. Yep. Um, now you're developing chemistry with like four or five different quarterbacks. I, I mean, you obviously already ha- probably have it with your brother, but I mean, what's that like getting to know these these new guys basically? Yeah, no, me and uh, obviously Brendan Costa uh, had an incredible arm on him. I mean, it was fun playing with him um, because he could do a lot of different things. But with the new quarterback situation, and we have a lot of talent. I mean, a lot of guys are capable of so many different things, so I'm really excited to see what they're going to be able to bring to us this season. But um, it's just kind of just building, getting the reps in every every day, getting the chemistry going. I know for each of these guys, it's really just about hanging out with them, picking their brains and seeing what, they're, what their head's at, and that'll just help build chemistry throughout the season. James Maiden, wide receivers coach for the team, does a lot of other stuff as well, of course, social media and whatnot. But, um, you know, guy who played Division One football at Rice, um, had a lot of success during his college career. What's it like learning from him? It's incredible. I mean, the guy has endless amounts of knowledge about the, the game. I mean, I've just been picking his brain about like questions I have when we go through film sessions. Um, there's nothing. There's no stone that gets stone that gets left unturned with him. I mean, there's always little critiques he can make about anyone, any of us. I mean, no matter how much playing experience we've had, there's stuff that he's looking to critique and help us get better, which is awesome. I mean, I don't want to be in a place where. Um, it's just sort of complacent and you're like, oh, like you're doing fine. Like it's nice to have that sort of like coaching where he's able to critique us no matter what. And we're like getting better every day because that'll help us in the long run. So he's a really, really talented coach and I'm blessed to have him on our side. And then obviously we're, you know, a few weeks into fall camp now. So um, it's been a little rainy the last couple of days, but in general, describe how the practice is being run, you know, with uh, new coaches, you worked with them in the spring, but has fall been a little different. Yeah, it's just super organized. I mean, over the spring, obviously, it was a little different with no pads, and we didn't have a full roster yet. Now that mm-hmm. we have a full roster, they did a great job recruiting, and they got a full class in for us, which is huge depth-wise. Yeah. Uh, so that's been awesome. Um, but in terms of practice, it's really just about getting team reps. Uh, we've been doing a lot of, like, seven-on-seven seven and kind of just, like, uh, getting different reps in for building your individual skill stuff and then, like, competing with uh, offense and defense, which is always fun, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, what's it, I mean, how's the defense, you know, you're going up against them every day. What's yep. their, how are they shaping up? They look awesome. Yeah. I mean, they got great coaching over there, too. I mean, Coach Urgel's doing a great job with the defense, so it's been great to be able to go up against them every day. I mean, we have great defensive backs. You know them, so they've been killing it, and they're, they worked really hard this summer, so it's been great being able to go up against them every day, too. Yeah, like Muhammad Kulbali, obviously, second-team all-Nezcat yeah, corner. Incredible. Do you have to go up against him sometimes? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I line up primarily usually in the slot and or at wide, so they're kind of moving me around, uh-huh. but... Um, when I do go up against him, it's always a good matchup. He's a really good corner. Um, and Owen Stravely, obviously, is really good, too. So it's always it's always a good battle between those guys. Now, obviously, we're looking forward to the season, but I did want to go back real quick to the final game of last year. Yeah. <laughs> the last-second touchdown pass to Oliveri. Uh, your reaction's great. On oh the near side, you can see yep. you, know, you bending down kind of. Yep. It, it's shocked, I guess, joy. Take us through your perspective of that play, just uh, looking oh. back on it. I mean, I was running across the road on that play, and I just was kind of like, 
I, mean, I was exhausted, first of all. <laughs> it was a long game. We had yeah. a, like, long drive at the end of it trying to come back. Yeah. And I was just trying to get open, and then I, like, I, like look over my right shoulder, and then I see Colton just homping it way up in the air. I look over, and I see Christian just – he's obviously the, one of the fastest kids I've ever met. Um, so he's an incredible athlete. Just seeing him go down there, I'm like, all right, we can do something with that. And then just seeing him catch that – with two guys on him is an incredible play. Something that I know we've all talked about and like something I'll remember the rest of my life. Like incredible play by them. You've had wild games against Hamilton because you had that I big know. comeback at Hamilton and yep. uh, I mean, they must be pretty frustrated at this point. That's what I'm thinking. Like they <laughs> they're not happy with us. Whatever whatever it is, they don't like us. <laughs> now this year your season opener is different. Um yeah. you know, you're at Wesleyan, which is Coach Coyne's alma mater. I mean, yep. has he mentioned anything about this upcoming game and what it means to him? I mean, not really, but uh, I, we all know what it means to him. Yeah. I mean, he was there for a long time. I mean, he's a really competitive guy, and he's a great coach, so it's just nice to be able to have that sort of like like who's who of the league. You know, I mean, it's our first matchup. We usually match up against Amherst, but being able to sort of go up against them will be huge. I know they're a great team, um, and they've a lot, been able to accomplish a lot of great things in the past, but we're really excited to have them at the home opener. You know, you guys look at what happened last year, you know, three and six year. But if you look at the results, I mean, it could have easily been six and three, and everyone yep. knows that. Everyone knows that. That's got to be a great source of motivation and somewhat encouragement, I suppose, right? It is, and it was tough. I mean, a lot of it was just us not executing when we needed to at the end of games or what. But, I mean, I know the great part for what we have coming back is a lot of guys that were in those experiences, so people will be more comfortable when those moments hit and you got to execute when the game comes down to a line. So I know – us having an experienced coaching staff in the NESCAC is huge for us too. So being able to understand that and just get comfortable in those moments, knowing we need what we need to accomplish is going to be huge for us this year because you're right, it was literally possessions away, only like three possessions away from being 6-3 and three last year. And I think we need to protect Muhammad Diawara at all costs. We need him out there, right? <laughs> I mean, like, his special team's playmaking is incredible. It's incredible, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he's a great athlete. Obviously, he showcased his skills in kick return against Wesleyan, mm-hmm. that one that got called back, Yeah, um, which would have been a huge play for us if it didn't get called back, obviously. But, no, he's a great, great athlete. I know it's just about staying healthy for, for any team in the sure. SCAC. yeah. Um, so that'll be huge for us too, having him back and doing that whole thing with, yeah, with yeah, him you on special teams. Right. Yeah. You, well, you mentioned um, the increased depth. I know it's at seventy-four guys on the roster this year. So that's you know more than it was last season, right? Oh, yeah. So is that? I mean, that's got to be a source of encouragement as well, right? Of course. I mean, when COVID hit, it obviously hurt recruiting for uh, a lot of teams mm-hmm. um, in the NESCAC, not just us. But um, being able to like fill a full roster and get that going was huge for us. I know we have a lot of great freshmen coming in with a lot of. Uh, great high school experiences, and they're looking forward to learning and getting reps in the field, whether they help in special teams or wherever. Um, so it's been nice getting to know them and sort of like helping also teach them too. Because when you once you get like to a point as a senior, you also have to help coach them and like make sure they're. Um, I know when I was a freshman, I was looking to the seniors to have them help coach me and get me up to where I needed to be. So it's huge being able to do that for them too. What's the most important thing they need to learn? Um, honestly, for them, it's a lot. They have a lot going on right now, and once classes hit, that'll be a lot too. I remember it's a really stressful time. Um, I think for them, it's just learning to sort of be comfortable with the process. Like, they're going to make mistakes. That's just how it works as a freshman. Um, but being open to coaching, don't take anything too seriously, and kind of just, like, going with the process. I know, like, there'll be some tough days, but, like, just get through it. All of them will. Um, and it's going to be huge to be able to have them make it through that if they can just, like, take the coaching and sort of just like get used to the process because it's college football is the best thing you know yeah it's the best thing on earth so yeah we've already seen some wild games at the uh, fbs level this year i don't know if you've watched oh any God. of those but yeah, yeah the lsu the lsu <laughs> the blocked extra oh point yeah <laughs> that one and then the um 
Ohio State Notre Dame. Was, that wasn't as wild, but still a mm. really good game. Right. Um, and then we also were watching the uh, UNC. I forget who they're playing. Oh, Appalachian State. Yeah, that was a crazy game. Well, because Appalachian State scored forty-two points in the fourth quarter and lost. And lost. Yeah. Which unbelievable. I don't think I've ever seen in my life. I uh, know you don't. The numbers <laughs> just don't happen. <laughs> they have the kick return or yeah. the UNC return that onside error. Forty-two points in a game is very, very good. Impressive in yeah. one quarter, and you lose. I, yeah, college that's beyond me. <laughs> yep, but hey, we got college football back. Nothing better yeah, than that, right? right? And we've seen you know some wild games in the Nescaq through the years too. I know yeah. we've been like you were saying earlier with Hamilton. Yeah. We've been a part of them, and we've seen them. It's pretty fun. And then, um, you know, looking maybe forward, are you graduating in December then? I am, yes. Okay, yep. you got any post-grad plans yet or anything like that? Or? Yeah, I actually did an internship this summer uh, at a cybersecurity company called Tanium. I love that, and I'll be working there come February. So I'm really excited about that. They're a great company, a lot of great people over there. So I'm happy to be – I'm actually moving down to Texas. So Oh, it's in Texas? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I was down okay. there for three weeks this summer. Where in Texas? Um, Dallas. Dallas, okay. Yeah, it yeah. was the company's uh, based out of Addison. It's called Tanium. Okay. But Texas really big football. That. Oh yeah, Everyone, lo- yeah. <laughs> football barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. They love it down there. It's it's a great experience to be able because I'd never been down there. Okay, so yeah. it, was, it was nice being able to like experience that and kind of just get used to that culture down there too. It's a little hot in the summer for my taste, but I mean, oh that's why they it was a hundred to one ten yeah. every single day. One right. of the one of the kids in the program said it. He's from Florida. He was like, yeah, like Florida's like a like a sauna, but Texas is like an oven. You, you don't want to go in yeah. an oven. <laughs> yeah, although if we ever have to play another game against Colby in the rain uh, or the snow, as they've had a few times here, maybe the Texas doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Those those Colby games, we've had yeah. some quite the weather. They're earlier games. this It's earlier this year. Yeah, it's week three. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be fun. It's also going to be, I think, under the lights. That they have yes. Schedule, Night game cool. at Colby, yeah. Yep. What's it like having the rivalry games like early this season? That's a little different. Yeah, it is. I know. I mean, for us, we're really just focused on what we can control yeah i mean obviously it's gonna be cool to play under the lights but you know like we're what we're just focused on week one right now um but it's gonna be really cool playing under the lights with them for sure excellent well any other thoughts on the season that's upcoming here obviously the opener september 17th the home opener september 24th but any other thoughts you wanted to share about you know what you're looking forward to i'm just excited obviously this is my last season of football ever so everything that i've been through everything all my me and my teammates have been through it's been great experience here i mean um, but we're just looking forward to week one. I know we've put a lot of work in throughout camp, and we're really excited for week one. All right. Sean Bryant, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Aaron. I really appreciate it. The cross-country teams welcomed back their alumni for the 50th annual alumni meet last Saturday. Check out GoBatesBobcats.com for the full recap. And make sure you tune in next week as we recap the first contests of the year for most of the fall sports teams. As we kick it into high gear on the Bates Bobcast. Right, 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 right